All right. Welcome back. We're at the Avid Investor Podcast with me, your host, Josh Adamek. And today we're going to talk about how to become a millionaire in real estate part-time, how to build a million-dollar real estate portfolio in your spare time, and not in your spare time because not many people have spare time, but how to do it part-time. Um, and I'm talking a portfolio that has real value, real equity, real cash flow. I'm not talking about how to go out and buy a million dollars worth of real estate um, because, you know, that's not that difficult. I'm talking about how to build a portfolio that, again, has real value, real cash flow, real equity. It's a long-term play, and 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 this can be done in your in your spare time, part time, um, in addition to working a full time job, having having a family, whatever. So um, here's how. Um, first off. I understand, uh, you know, this may sound like, you know, the start of a fluffed up sales pitch, a presentation, um, you know, that, uh, that that gets you into something, you know, that's simple, that's easy. I promise you it's not. Um, you know, it does require effort and work and input and time on your end, um, but it's something that 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 can be done in your in your spare time part time. So um it's a it's a simple process, um, a fairly fairly simple process uh, that you know. Again, it's a long term play. Uh, I'm not telling you you know you can do this in ten minutes a week, and in two weeks you're going to have you know a million dollar you know uh, a million dollar multi million dollar portfolio. That's not the case. Uh, again, it's a long term play, um, and you know let's just dive into it. Let's uh, this is how you get it done. So and. Just to be upfront with you, um, this isn't something that I made up. Uh, I learned this this model, these principles from a very good friend and mentor of mine um, uh, many many years ago. Uh, it's it's a simple it's it's a fairly simple fairly fairly straightforward uh, model that you know again you know you can do on your own as an active investor. Uh, and you know I get it. We we talk a lot you know or I talk a lot on this podcast about you know building big big portfolios, you know, doing the equity model, um, you know, and, and things like that, buying a lot of homes, but that's not for everyone. You know, some people, you know, maybe you, uh, like yourself, you know, you just want to create something that, you know, can, can supplement your income, um, that can prepare you for retirement. Maybe, you know, down the line, you want to have something to pass on to your kids, um, or, you know, help put your kids through school. Um, maybe you don't want to rely on the system. Um, you know, for retirement and you want to, you want to build a, a little nest egg. Well, this, this model is for you. Um, you know, again, it does, it does require time, effort, and energy on your part, but not a whole lot of time, effort, and energy on your part. Um, it does require some discipline uh, on your part, um, but not a whole lot of discipline. So here it is. Let me break it down for you. Uh, basically, you know, what you need to do is buy one house a year. Okay buy one home a year. And when I say buy one home a year, regular houses, regular neighborhoods is what we invest in at, at Avid Management Group. And, you know, that's what we we recommend. If you're in the Pittsburgh market, we all know regular houses and regular make neighborhoods. Uh, if you grew up in Pittsburgh, it's probably what your grandma's, your grandma and grandpa's house looks like. Um, you know, 1950s brick ranch, uh, two bedrooms, three bedrooms, one bath. Maybe if it was fancy, it had a half a bath. Likely it had a Pittsburgh potty in the basement. We all know the Pittsburgh potty. So uh, let's go with one one house a year, regular houses, regular neighborhoods. Again, I'm not talking about low income Section 8 properties. I'm talking about buying, buying houses, buying homes that have real value, that have real equity, something that you want to own for the long term. So 
go look at go find your 1950s brick ranch um b-class neighborhoods we call them you know we call them b-class neighborhoods basically median price points for the pittsburgh market what is the median price point um recently the median price point was $183,000 i think i believe over the last you know 6 to 12 months you know that might be that may be up, upwards of $200,000 so let's just call it a $150,000 neighborhood for conservative numbers for this conversation uh, if you want to go a little bit lower you know let's go with a $100,000 house so one house a year uh, for 10 years is what you need to do and again this is a long term play um, this is this is something that can be done in your in your in your part time part time. I'm not talking about going out tomorrow, quitting your full time job and replacing your income. I'm talking about building a real portfolio that has real value that can supplement your income. So year one, you're going to go out, you're going to buy one, you're going to buy your first home, you're going to buy your first house, your first investment property. Um, if, for example, it's a hundred thousand dollar house, you know, we know that that you know, likely it's probably going to be worth a little bit more. But for this model, you know, we're for this presentation or, you know, what I'm talking about today, I'm going to use conservative numbers and I'm going to use, you know, easy numbers because I'm doing the math in my head. So one house a year, year one, you go out, you buy your first house and uh, you buy that property. You know, we when, when we when we buy real estate, when we buy homes, we always buy uh, value add type properties. They're not that hard to find. You can sometimes find them on the open market on the MLS. Uh, you can we buy a lot from wholesalers. Um, you know, we buy a lot of off market type deals. We do some mailers. You know, um, you know we 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 know people that have a home for sale. Chances are pretty good if you start spreading the word that. Um, that you're a real estate investor, that you're buying single family homes, somebody's going to know of a, you know, home that's for sale, whether it's a foreclosure, an estate, um, again, grandma, that, you know, maybe, maybe you're, you know, a family that moved grandma into a home or, you know, grandma or grandpa just recently passed away and, you know, they're, they're looking to close out that estate. Well, you know, that's where, that's where you come in. Um, you help solve that problem as, as the, as the buyer. So um, buy your first house. Let's just say it's worth $100,000 all fixed up. You're going to buy it at a discount because you're going to do the work. You're going to take the time, effort, and energy to fix that fix that home up and you know help solve that problem. So let's just say you buy that, that $100,000 house for $50,000. Okay, you bought it for $50,000. And if those numbers sound crazy, it happens every day. Um, so you buy your 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 home for fifty thousand dollars. You're going to spend some money. You're going to fix it up. Maybe you're going to put a roof on it. You're going to put a furnace in it. Update the kitchen. Update the bathroom. Paint it. Uh, you're going to spend you know twenty five thousand dollars in repairs. So uh, you bought it for fifty. You spend twenty five thousand dollars in repairs. Uh, you're all in for seventy five thousand dollars plus some costs. You know you know. Let's just keep the the numbers round again. Let's just say you're all in for seventy five thousand dollars. So. You're into this home for $75,000, it's worth 100. Again, we're using round numbers, it's probably worth a little bit more, um, but you got your first home. Year one, you got that home done, you're gonna, you're gonna buy it, you're gonna fix it up, you're gonna rent it out. If that's a hundred, you know, $100,000 house, regular house, regular neighborhood, Rents are probably around twelve hundred bucks a month, twelve fifty a month. Um, you know, assuming it's a three bedroom, one bath. Uh, so call it twelve fifty a month. Uh, you got that home that that home is rented out for. 
and that's year one. Once you get it leased out, uh, you're going to go to the bank, you're going to refinance it. And this is assuming, you know, you don't already have a million dollars to invest in real estate. This is assuming that you started somewhere around where I started with with little to no money, um, just, uh, you know, some drive and some ambition to to build a portfolio and, and to buy real estate. So uh, you bought it, you fixed it up, you you rented it out, you refinanced it. You refinanced it responsibly, meaning you know you you refinanced your cost out. You didn't you didn't over leverage it. You didn't um, you know pull out all your equity and do something dumb like that. So the house is worth a hundred thousand or more, probably you know one hundred twenty five, hundred fifty thousand. But we're going to call it a hundred thousand. Uh, you're all in at seventy five. Uh, you have your mortgage. You have your rent. Um, now you have your spread, your margin. Uh, what you need to do with this model is, is you need to be disciplined. You need to pay down that mortgage. You need to pay off that mortgage with your excess cash flow. So if your rent's twelve fifty a month, you got your taxes and insurance, your net's probably a thousand bucks a month on the $75,000 mortgage. I don't know what the payment would be. You know, let's call it, let's call it 500 bucks a month, 600 bucks a month, whatever that is. You still have your spread. Uh, you know, you have your three, $400 a month positive cash flow. Well, what you could do is you could go out and spend that on dumb stuff, um, you know, and, and it'll be gone before you know it, or you could be disciplined and you could take that excess cash flow and pay your principal down. This is what you need to do under this model is pay that principal down. Uh, so if you've refinanced it, you've probably done a 15 year mortgage, maybe a 20 year mortgage, uh, and you got a much lower payment. I recommend, um, you know, 15 years max on investment properties. And what you need to do with that excess cash flow is, is have a plan, have a goal to, to pay that first home off in 10 years. Here's why. Year one, you did your first property. Year two, you did your second property, your second home. Year three, you did your third home. Year four, you did your fifth, uh, your fourth home, fifth home, and uh, year five, and so on and so on for 10 years. So you're going to buy one house a year for 10 years. Uh, you're going to fix it up. You're going to rent it out. Uh, you're going to refinance it, and you're going to have a plan, a goal to pay that, pay that loan off, pay that debt off in 10 years. So you build your portfolio of 10 homes over 10 years. Now, what do you have at the end of 10 years? And this is done part-time. And I promise you, you can do one house a year, one little house a year, part-time added to your portfolio. It's not that difficult. It, it does require time. It does require effort. It does require energy and discipline on your end. Uh, but I promise you, you can do one house a year uh, uh, part-time. So your first 10 years, you bought 10 houses. You've you've got them leased out. Yeah, you're going to have some turnovers. You might have some things to deal with, uh, but you got to look at the long-term play, the long-term goal, uh, the long-term strategy. So for 10 years, you bought one house a year. Uh, you have 10 homes in portfolio. Uh, and what do you have? What do you have with this portfolio? You now have a million dollar portfolio. And that's using conservative numbers, just the $100,000 uh, price point, uh, the $100,000 value. Chances are pretty good if you're buying regular houses, regular neighborhoods in decent B-class neighborhoods, median price points, they're probably worth more than $100,000 or probably worth $150,000, maybe $175,000. But just understand the basics of this model and you can do the math accordingly. So what do you have? Um, 
at the end of 10 years, you have 10 real house, real homes with real value, uh, with real equity. You've bought them right. So right out of the gate, you got 25, 30% equity or more. Um, and you have 10 homes. That's a million dollars worth of real estate. Uh, you have 10 homes that that the net rents after taxes and insurance are $1,000 a month. Uh, that's $10,000, uh, you know, that's $10,000 a month in, in, in income, in net income not including debt service. Um, it's $120,000 a year. So $10,000 a month, 12 months, $120,000 a year, 10 homes in portfolio, million dollars worth of real estate. There's your, there's your portfolio. But in order to have your, your real value, your, your, your true million, uh, million dollar real estate portfolio, those homes need to be paid off. They need to be free and clear. You have to have your equity. Um, so here's what you do. Here's is, as part of your model, as part of your plan. Again, we're going for, for rapid pay down. So you want to pay those ho homes off in, in 10 years or less. Uh, so you bought your, your, your homes over your, your portfolio of 10 homes over your first 10 years. You have them on, on uh, rapid pay down. So what happens year 11? Year 11, your first home is paid off. Year 12, your second home is paid off. Year 13, your third home is paid off. Year 14, your, your fourth home is paid off and so on. Keep, I mean, just keep that going all the way out to 20 years. So what do you have at the end of 20 years? At the end of 20 years, you have 10 free and clear homes that are real homes in real neighborhoods with real value. Uh, so 20 year plan, you have a million dollar uh, a portfolio worth a million bucks. You have $10,000 a month in positive cash flow. You have real value, real equity. You have something. So just look at the timeline. Look at where you're at in your, in your life. And are you, if you're in your early twenties, if you're in your early twenties, like, like you are when I started in real estate and you, you go off of that 20 year plan, you could be 40 years old with a million dollars worth of real estate, free and clear, $10,000 a month positive cash flow at 40 years old. I mean, that's it off of 10 little houses. If you're, if you're in your forties now, if you're in your forties now and you start this plan, start this model, you could be in your sixties, in your sixties. A lot of people want to retire in their late fifties, early sixties. You know, you're in your forties now, you're, you work this model, you work this plan, you're into your 60s, you know, you're set for retirement, million dollars worth of real estate, $10,000 a month positive cash flow, real equity, real value, real homes. And I promise you, with 10 houses, with 10 houses in portfolio, regular houses, regular neighborhoods, real homes, real value. I'm not talking about low income Section 8 properties. I'm talking about median price points, you know, solid homes, solid neighborhoods. It doesn't take a whole lot of time, effort, or energy to manage 10 homes in portfolio. That can be done part-time. So if you look at a long-term play, that's how you acquire a million dollars worth of real estate part-time. That's how you build a million dollar real estate portfolio part-time. Take a look at where you're at in life, set up that plan, and I promise you it works. Now, let's talk about how you add to that portfolio or how you can increase that portfolio. We didn't talk about rent increases. I mean, we didn't add rent increases. You add rent increases. I mean, you're in, you're going to increase your rents prob probably every year on your home. So maybe 25 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month, whatever, whatever that number is, you know, you have your 10 homes in portfolio, you're going to add an extra 250 to $500, um, you know, per month to, to, to your, to your, um, to your net. Um, 
We didn't talk about appreciation. Uh, property, you know, real estate goes up in value over time. I mean, yes, we have the markets, we have our highs, we have our lows, um, you know, we have fluctuation, uh, but, you know, we see over time, you know, historically, real estate goes up in value. We have a correction, we have growth, prosperity, recession, depression, um, but, you know, we have the market cycles. Uh, but what we see historically is the next high is always higher than the previous high. So we have over time, we have some fluctuation, but we have slow, slow and steady growth across the board. So if you're looking at a 20 year plan, you're buying these homes, you know, they're worth $100,000, you know, 20 years out, they're probably going to be worth 150, close to $200,000 if you're investing in regular houses, regular neighborhoods that, that have real value. So um, we didn't talk about appreciation. You know, if if you acquire those hundred thousand dollar houses now, and you're looking 15, 20 years out, they're probably worth you know conservatively one hundred fifty thousand dollars. If they're not already worth one hundred fifty thousand dollars, again, I'm just using round numbers. Um, so you take that ten homes, that's now worth you know one point five million dollars. Um, add some rent increases. You know, you're getting more aggressive on your rents. Maybe you're doing a little bit nicer renovations, getting getting higher rents right out of the gate. So you got your rent increases that that adds to your cash flow that adds to your 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 net income. Um, you know, and again, that's with that's with 10 houses. Now, just take that model, take that strategy and, you know, take a look at your your own personal goals, ambitions, desires, um, and then take a look at how much time you have to to dedicate to your part time business. Uh, um, can you do two homes a year? Can you do three homes a year? Um, you know, how aggressive can you get? How much time can you dedicate to this model? You do two homes a year uh, over over a 10 year period. You buy two homes a year. At the end of 10 years, you got 20 homes in portfolio. I mean, it's, it's just basic math. 20 homes in portfolio, $100,000. You got a $2 million real estate portfolio. At the end of 20 years, all those homes are paid off. Um, all those homes are paid off. And, and, and you have, you know, $20,000 a month in, in positive cash flow, almost a quarter million dollars a, a year in positive cash flow that you could have in 20 years. Uh, we didn't talk about accelerated pay down. So, you know, you, you could, um, you know, year 11, you got your first home free and clear. Now you freed up, you freed up a thousand dollars a month. You have a thousand, a thousand dollars a month, positive cash flow. You could take that thousand bucks and, you know, accelerate the payoff on, on the second home. And then, you know, you have two homes free and clear. Uh, you could take that $2,000 a month, ex really accelerate the, the payoff on year three. So hypothetically, you could, you could complete this model. You'd have to, I'd have to run a spreadsheet, but you know, you could complete this model, you know, 15 years, 14, 15, 16 years. If you take all your, all your positive cash flow and, and pay off your debt, pay off your, your mortgages. But again, I wanted to show you a basic model on how you can create real value, build a real portfolio part-time in real estate. And, you know, I get it. You know, not everybody has dreams, ambitions, desires, goals, a plan to build a big, big portfolio, to have an office, to have a staff, um, you know, to do uh, do equity partnerships and, and um, you know, create a big, big big portfolio. So I wanted to break it down, you know, basic model um, for those of you that want to be an active investor, uh, that want to create and manage your own portfolios um, that, that, you know, 
that I wanted you to understand, you know, the the basic strategy on on how you can create that value, create that equity and create that cash flow uh, in your spare time. So so that's it. You know, one house a year for 10 years, pay, rapid pay down. Make sure you're buying real assets, um, regular houses. I, I call them regular houses and regular neighborhoods, but median price points. Again, you know, stay away from the Section 8, pro the low income Section 8 properties for this model. Um, you know, everything looks good on a spreadsheet. You know, you might see, oh, well, I can buy this house for $25,000 or I can buy this house for, you know, $15,000 and it rents for, you know, seven, 800 bucks a month. And, you know, if I do this model with, with, uh, with that strategy, I can pay it off in four years. Well, the, this strategy, this model is designed to, you know, create wealth, to create a portfolio. The, the low income section eight properties, they may cash flow. You may get your massive cash flow, uh, but you're not building the, the real wealth, the real value add, the real equity. Um, regular houses, regular neighborhoods, slow and steady growth um, over time. Uh, you know, real value, real equity, um, you know, the, the, the residents, the management um, will much will be it'll still be there. You'll still have to manage the properties. You'll still have properties turnover. You'll still have, you know, repairs you have to address. I'm not, you know, I'm not sugarcoating this, you know, property management is work, but you know, the better quality asset that you invest in, um, in the grand scheme of things, you know, it typically means, you know, a little bit less maintenance, a little bit less, you know, management. It still requires management. You still got to, you still have to properly screen your tenants. You still have, to, you're still going to have your properties turnover. You're still going to have, you know, repairs that you have to uh, deal with. You can, you know, mitigate those repairs by doing a proper renovation uh, before you fill the property. You know, if the furnace is questionable, if the furnace is 20 years old, uh, maybe it works, but maybe just put a furnace in so that you don't have to deal with it, you know, on, on a Saturday in the middle of winter when, you know, no HVAC guys are available, uh, do a proper renovation up front, um, you know, mitigate those, those, you know, maintenance calls, uh, you know, down the line when the, when the property's occupied and it's an inconvenience to, to, you know, it's not an inconvenience, but it's difficult to get someone out there, um, to do a fix and, you know, over the weekend or, you know, when it's, it's never a great time to deal with renovations, but, uh, or, uh, maintenance calls, but it seems like, you know, they happen, you know, they happen, you know, obviously you're going to get a no heat call when it's cold and it's very difficult to get. It can be very difficult to you get an HVAC person out there uh, the first time it gets cold. So if you put a new furnace in, yeah, you still might get a maintenance call, but it's there's less chance of getting a maintenance call. So proper renovation up front by regular houses, regular neighborhoods with real value, uh, one house a year for 10 years, rapid pay down, you know, and look at a 20-year plan. Uh, those homes are now free and clear. You've got, you know, million dollars plus worth of real estate. You've got $10,000 plus per month positive cash flow. And you've got a portfolio that's that's worth something. And then again, you know, take that ratio, take that, um, take that plan. And, you know, if, if you, if you're, want to be more aggressive, if you want to build a bigger portfolio, buy two homes a year, buy three homes a year, whatever your time allows, whatever your resources allow. That's the basic model on how you become a millionaire in real estate uh, part-time. So thank you for listening.